going on guys? It's Christmas week. I think today is, what time is it? 6.30, it's December 22nd. It's only a couple more days till Christmas. It's exciting, of course, the anticipation. Very grateful to be with you guys today. Today's Tuesday. <laughs> and got a great episode. Really excited to add some value. Let's get right into it. Welcome back, my friends, to another installment of the Time to Elevate podcast with me, Isaac Prince. Today, we're going to be talking about my one of my favorite quotes that I was reading while reading this book about Benjamin Franklin. A little preface here. I've been reading a lot of books about history, and this isn't because of a history assignment or some kind of project I'm doing for my history class, even though I do love my history class. <laughs> it's it's because I've I've had this hunger for knowledge and wisdom, and I had this feeling to go and look at some of our founding fathers, at least the founding fathers of America. The first person that came to mind was Benjamin Franklin. Not sure why. <laughs> I I really, I don't know, I've heard a lot of stuff about him. He seems like a pretty smart guy, practical, and I read the whole book on him. It was 24 hours long. It's an audiobook, actually, because that wouldn't make sense. The book is, it's an audiobook. Okay, that makes sense. And... It was a really, really fruitful book. I learned a lot, took a ton of notes, and I actually want to dive into that in another episode. But anyways, today I want to focus on this quote, one of the quotes I learned from the book. So here's the quote. So I want you to consider this as we kind of go through because it's very relevant to the episode. <laughs> and it's kind of going to encompass the point that I'm trying to tell you guys. So here's the quote. Nothing brings more pain than too much pleasure and nothing more bondage than too much liberty. Now, he probably would have said it in like a British accent. Like, nothing brings more pain than too much pleasure. Dude, he is such a funny guy. He, you know, he was like such a humongous flirt. Ah, I'm getting ahead of myself. I really want to do an episode on Benjamin Franklin. He's, he's a very captivating, intriguing personality. Anyways, <laughs> so this with this quote, nothing brings more pain than too much pleasure, I want to kind of explain that a little bit. This quote really resonated with me and I can testify of its truth in my own life. You know, I, I could, I think I could say that I was addicted to my phone and I think <laughs> most people are probably addicted to their phones. And what that really means is I was addicted to the convenient short-term distraction of instant dopamine. You know, it's not actually the phone that I'm so addicted to that I just love so much. What it really is, is the apps on the phone, of course. And with my iPhone always in reach, you know, always in the path of least resistance when bored for more than a few seconds, few minutes, it was very easy to spend multiple hours on. You could spend it on games, you could spend it on videos, you could spend it on whatever you want. There's so many little things you can do and the sad thing is you're spending your energy in all these little irrelevant areas, not actually getting anywhere. So though I subconsciously kind of knew I could be doing better things with my life and my time, I try not to think much of it for the fear of realizing how much time I was wasting, how worthless I was becoming. What I didn't realize was how much time I really was wasting and how all this excessive screen time was affecting my mental health and hunger in life. I'm gonna reference hunger in life. What I mean by that is, I think when you take out something, it's, it's like, okay, the it is imperfectly embodied in this quote, the worst thing for ambition is comfort. 
That's why if you're comfortable, if you are seeking pleasure, it's hard to be uncomfortable and actually go get it. So the average teen spends seven hours and 22 minutes on their phone every day. You think that's an exaggeration? Look at your screen time. And also look at my screen time, freak. My screen time was probably around that. And it wasn't spent on Audible like it is now. <laughs> freak, dude, 24 hours, that's a lot of time. But no, seven hours and 22 minutes on their phone every day. So if you calculate that for one year, excuse my math, this is wrong, but I'm pretty darn sure this is right. That's 2,570 hours and 32 minutes in one year, okay? If you calculate a whole high school career, and by the way, I'm not factoring in some days, obviously you don't spend that much time, but dude, some days you are on way more than that. So keep that in mind here. You would be spending nearly 10,281 hours, oops, I said and too early, and 21 minutes <laughs> on not, not Audible, like I am now, <laughs> not on a podcast that is adding value to your life, not on, if you're religious, not on reading the scriptures, learning the word of God. No, you're spending 10,000 hours. Do you realize that it's been said once that it takes 10,000 hours to become an expert or a master at something? So guess what? You become a master at being a loser. <laughs> and, and I've probably spent thousands of hours probably, maybe not 10,000, but I've probably spent thousands of hours on my phone. So I was pretty close to becoming a professional loser. And keep in mind, anyways, you're keeping, you're spending all this time on TikTok. You're spending all this time on Instagram, YouTube, Snapchat, all these social medias. You're lusting after celebrities. You're fantasizing about fame and popularity, comparing yourself to shreds, filling your life with trivial videos and content, weakening your motivation and hunger, never letting the truly meaningful and worthwhile areas of your life. And I can testify the truly worthwhile areas in my life. It's my faith, my family, my personal development, serving other people. That for me is what is filling this gap of fulfillment. As adolescents, you know, we are in a constant struggle to make ourselves happy, popular, and attracted to others. How can I impress that cute girl? Uh, how can I be happy with myself? How, can, how do I not just be depressed all the time? And, you know, we take the route of least resistance every day. It's kind of like what I mentioned earlier. Trying to do anything that might frighten our <laughs> soft, frail minds. And we continue to relish in the comfortable state we're in. You know, like, I have two things to say about teenagers that are spending endless amounts of time numbing their brains. So number one, it's this hap the happiness that you're feeling on TikTok or the, the time you're spending messing around with your chump friends. It's not going to develop you into the person you respect and admire. But the kind of person that's ashamed to look in the mirror. You know, the kind of person that doesn't have a worthy purpose. So they distract themselves with short bursts of dopamine or in extreme cases, you know, sex, pornography, drugs, and other harmful substances. And it's, it's like the, I think it's the, one of the main reasons that teenagers are often victims of harmful behaviors. It's a form of self-medication. And as a great Holocaust survivor and author of Man's Search for Meaning, Viktor Frankl once said, when a person can't find a deep sense of meaning, they distract themselves with pleasure. Number two, I think, you know, I think we secretly don't like living a mediocre life. 
that most teens live. I, I don't think we actually like it. We might pretend we do, but I really don't think we do. I think we know we're not finding fulfillment out of it. I think just like what Franklin said, nothing brings more pain than pleasure. That time that we are constantly spending entertaining ourselves with trivial matters, such as video games and social media and dumb, irrelevant posts that hurt our mental health and hunger for life, we're constantly spending our time on these, these activities. And I really think it is causing a lot of pain. Because I don't think that's what the that's what we're not that's not what we're meant to do. I don't think we're meant to just waste our lives on waste our time on things and confess to the things that we don't believe in. I think it's like against our spirit. It's against our nature. It's definitely against my nature. I I gotta be honest. I do not yet know enough about meaning to testify fully of it. You know, I've read a lot of books about meaning. I've read a lot of and I found meaning in my life at least a little bit. But I don't know fully of, of meaning. You know, I don't know how to create the most meaningful life. Even though I'm, I am at the ripe old age of 16, <laughs> I can't fully testify of meaning. But I can testify of true gratification. Even at the age of 16, where I haven't even had that much time to have long-term gratification. You know, long-term gratification, it doesn't come as quick as your phone. It doesn't come as quick as that like doesn't come as lick as that oh, lick doesn't come as fast as that story you know it's it's not something that you can instantly get however i can testify it can last for a lifetime and you might say isaac you haven't even lived a lifetime i have it <laughs> but guess what i can look at my dad i can look at benjamin franklin you know i can look at george washington i can look at other leaders and i can point this out and and while I haven't lived a lifetime, I've lived 16 years, and most of those probably not conscious. I can testify that in, let's say, five years. In five years, I found more fulfillment in the short-term gratification. And what kind of gratification am I talking about when I talk about this, this long-term gratification? I'm talking about the gratification of bettering, your, bettering yourself, which takes time. You don't just become instantly better. I'm talking about the gratification of developing yourself spiritually and physically. That type of gratification that comes when you open your heart to God and his, and his word. The type of gratification that comes from serving others and being in the presence of people that push you to think bigger, give more, and be more. Don't fill your time, your valuable, precious time. Don't fill... Like, God gives you every breath you take. Don't fill every breath... Don't fill all your time, this amazing life, with things that are numbing you, with, with trivial matters that will lead you nowhere to ru but ruin, will lead you nowhere but pain. You know, there are pathways of life that you can take that are honorable, valuable, meaningful, fulfilling, happy. And there is. I've just laid out some of mine. I, I find a lot of happiness in my relationship and my faith with God. I find a lot of happiness with my family. Even though I, you know, I gotta be honest, it's tough to sometimes not get mad at my siblings. It's tough to sometimes not get frustrated with my friends. In the end, it is more fulfilling. And it brings that type of gratification that is slow. It's kind of like love. <laughs> Dude, don't you just love it? I'm 16 and I'm telling you about love. But <laughs> it's, think about it. It is kind of like love because in, 
you know, love grows slowly, takes time to develop, actually grows more with time. Infatuation is instant, kind of shallow, and flees with time. That's exactly how short and long-term gratification are. And while long-term gratification might not seem amazing now, I have to, you just have to know it's more meaningful. You have to know it is there and you can take it. And I believe you should. And I will definitely be taking it for myself. So I leave you with this episode saying, you know, listen, most teenagers fill themselves with pleasure to the point where they numb themselves. In fact, they numb themselves so much that when they, let's say, go read the scriptures, the scriptures don't even seem that valuable anymore. When they go and serve someone, it might be as good as, you know, getting 2,000 likes on Instagram. I And after a while, you'll realize, eh, because guess what? Those 2,000 likes on Instagram are going to get numbing too. You're going to want more, more. You're going to, you lust for attention and, and this pleasure. It's lustful. It's not, it's not actually growing. Actually, it is growing, just not in a way you can control. So yeah, I, I testify of that, that you have to put away the, the lusts and the pleasures of this world, put away the things that are distracting you from the true pleasure, the true pleasure and value of bettering yourself, of diligently seeking the areas of your life that will bring you fruit. You know, you want, you don't want to, you don't want to spend a lot of time, you know, growing the spots in your life that are going to kill you. You want to spend the majority of your time growing the spots in your life that are going to nourish you, strengthen you and make you a better person. And right now you might not see it, but I think you, regardless, you're still starting the path. You know, there's a, there's a phrase out of the Book of Mormon that says, and it's in Nephi. Nephi says, I was led by the spirit, not knowing the things which I should do. And it doesn't matter if you're LDS or not. The principle here is I was led by the spirit. I was led by ambition. I was, and I mean, I think you'd only be led by God, but let's say you were led by this hunger. Like I wanted to be, I wanted to learn more about the founding fathers. So I started reading books on them. I was led not knowing what I was going to do. You don't have to know everything. And the thing is, as you go on, you'll learn more. You'll, you will adapt your goal. You'll adapt your growth. You'll adapt your intentionality. And with that, you'll become wiser and smarter, thus making your life just a little bit better. Just a little bit better. Hope this episode could have added value to you guys. I love all of you. And I sincerely hope that you can take your life intentionally. Stop living like a mediocre team. Start living like an exceptional, exceptional team. Peace out.